Hello, Denzians of the internet. Um, this is another edition of the Board Librarians podcast, where two librarians, myself, Simon, and our co-host, Adam, uh, talking about books that you can access um, for free with your library card. Um, we're both Detroit Public Library librarians. Uh, we've got a service called Hoopla. Um, you can check out more details on our website. And there's even a form now. Uh, if you're a Detroit resident and you don't have your library card, um, you can fill out a little form. You'll get a digital library card. And then you can use it to check out any of the books we're talking about. Heck yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Um, so this week, uh, we are talking about uh, Green Lantern Legacy, which is a brand spanking new comic. Uh, came out in January of 2020, so just before everything ended. Um, and it's a great little comic about a 13-year-old kid named Ty who lives in an apartment above his grandmother's store in a neighborhood that is still hanging on to its traditional ethnic identity. It's like a Vietnamese neighborhood, immigrant neighborhood, but there is a developer named Xander who is trying to come in and buy up all the property and rebrand it, yada yada, gentrification personified, basically. Yep, something um, we, we see in Detroit all the time. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> um, I, I enjoyed this comic a lot. It is aimed at uh, like middle school age, 10-ish and older, but that doesn't mean there's not something for everybody to enjoy in it. Um, one thing I really appreciated was how it um, it basically emphasizes community and caring as an aspect of heroism, which is very appropriate for right now. <laughs> very much so. And it's also something that yeah. a lot of um, hero stories don't always um, get to. Like, um, let's compare it with the, the elephant in the room like the marvel cinematic universe and stuff like that um, yeah there's yeah there's cooperation stuff like that when you get to the avengers and stuff like that but with this it's talking about the community itself coming together and that's something you don't see in those in those uh movies as often because it the focus is on the hero and in a lot of cases the hero who stands alone or who stands maybe with a couple of friends right and this entire book is about how you need a community <laughs> and not just one man alone with a powerful ring, you know? Um, Which, yeah, for those yeah. not familiar with the Green Lanterns. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so I guess the... Uh, so Ty's grandmother um, came to the United States as a refugee from Vietnam. And... Mm, yeah, anyway... Um, yeah, she herself Sorry, was a <laughs> she herself was a Green Lantern and um uh well please, please explain Green Lanterns to people. Yeah, the the whole idea is that Green Lanterns um all Green Lanterns have this ring, a uh, Green Lantern ring. It's a green ring as the name would imply. Um mm -hmm. and these rings give them the ability to channel their willpower and creativity into constructs and weapons. Now there's a whole slew of other lanterns and stuff like that. The book even del delves into the fact that there's yellow lanterns. There's an entire spectrum of lanterns, but this book, book mostly focuses on the green lanterns who have the power of, of uh, concentrated willpower. 
and every Green Lantern ring chooses its hero, its um, successor. Um, with that in mind, um, the idea is that uh, Ty's grandmother um, was a Green Lantern, and she passes away, and her ring is it's chooses Ty as the successor. Um, because it always will choose the nearest worthy human, or, well, not the wor nearest worthy being, because there are plenty of Green Lanterns who aren't humans. Oh, yeah. There, there's a Red Lantern that's a cat. <laughs> yes. Yes, there is. And then there's, then there's but... the Orange Lantern, who is, who is a delight. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, yeah, and actually one of the things that I really appreciate, again, with how different ways to be a hero, um, when it does flashbacks for when Ty's grandmother came to the United States, it had her, like, she couldn't out herself as a, a magical superhero because it would make things way more difficult for people that she was trying to escape with. Um, but what she did was created, like, a giant green hand to cradle the boat they were on so it would survive a storm. And, like, little things like that that you wouldn't necessarily think of. Um, I, just, I just really appreciated those little details. Mm -hmm. And um, similar to things with the flashbacks, one of the things I also appreciated, when everybody was looking through the flashbacks with um, nostalgia, as you know, I am the I am big art guy here, so art is <laughs> like my jam. Um, uh, so the art here done by, let me see, Andy Tong. Yeah, Andy Tong. Mm -hmm. um, he did a great job with separating the flashbacks from the uh, currents with um, the use of very, very stark contrasting colors. Like, um, mm -hmm. there's a sequence where it shows, like, them doing a remembrance of Ty's grandmother as, um, with the neighborhood welcoming people in, and she's wearing these very, yes. very gorgeous, like, deep greens. Yes, um, well, well, I mean, that's the, okay, I, I hate to interrupt you. But I have to explain the color thing real quick. So, like, yellow lanterns are, like, the villains in this universe, and they are—they essentially represent fear, like, concentrated fear. So, when it does that panel, those panels you're describing, um, the background is entirely yellow for fear until Grandma shows up bringing the green and the peace and the food and the, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much what I was gonna was trying to get at. Is like, yeah, oh, they use it to, to, to. No, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah, because that's an important aspect of the, the the yellow of fear. Um, I'm not gonna go into what each individual color means because we right. There's the only two that matter for this book. It's a standalone. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, they do that and they do a great job of the the fact that she brings about this green peace and will and you know like good to the yellow darkness fear uncertainty and it's it's always fantastic that, that happens yeah and i again i really like how when ty meets other green lanterns they're all like oh your grandmother was amazing even though um she's basically been retconned in to the green lantern Corps because this is a standalone series um it makes a point to be like, yeah, she never participated in like the big, big fights, but she did so much to protect her neighborhood and her family and so many people around her through, again, ways that don't normally make it into the big flashy superhero movies. 
Oh yeah, big time, and it's it's really great because like I, everybody has that respect because it's the, that everybody doing the thing they do best, and I I really truly love that. Um, another thing I appreciate was their choices of who they brought in from the like Green Lanterns to talk uh, about things. Yes. Fun fact about Green Lanterns: there have been a lot of them over the years from the uh, from ranging from so many from. Um, Hal Jordan, Guy Gardner, and uh, the one that I actually really enjoy coming in here to be one of the like mentors is John Stewart. I grew up watching the Justice League Unlimited cartoons, and yes. John Stewart was the Green Lantern of choice for those cartoons, and he's always fantastic in them. No, he he might be my favorite Green Lantern, honestly. He's just really well written. I, I absolutely, absolutely I... love it. And, <laughs> That's actually one of the nice things about um, Green Lanterns is the fact that because it's a thing of succession and there's so many of them, anybody can make a character a Green Lantern. Um, I know there's um, there's there's been sometimes pushbacks of new characters taking on mantles and stuff like that, but with the nice thing with Green Lanterns is you can it's literally built one. into the character. Yeah, yeah you, yeah, you can just make a new one. I mean, it's yeah. perfectly fine. <laughs> So, yes. <laughs> so it, it's great. It's it's one of those things because um very important thing about this is again this is a book um Min Le himself uh has a Vietnamese Vietnamese name and therefore is from mm -hmm. Vietnam and well his family is from Vietnam. Um, I haven't done right. a lot of research into the uh, author himself. Um, right. <laughs> but um it's it's one of those things like obviously he was trying to um put a little bit of um his culture into the story of the green lantern and that's fantastic so you can yeah, and very it fits perfectly that. and it fits perfectly because again the way green lanterns work i um another thing i enjoyed and another thing that makes green lantern work um is each green lantern learns how to use their creativity and interact with their ring in a different way that's unique to each character so like ty's grandmother um ran a meditation group and that's how she became so proficient with using her ring um ty is a comic artist so he accesses his imagination and his strength through drawing which i thought was really cool yeah know. it's a it's a very like cool way of showing that yeah <laughs> yeah um, but uh, yeah, another thing I really enjoyed was whenever they showed space and stuff in here, like they always, the, the, the artist um, Tong does a great job of showcasing like just how vast like the, the world is and stuff. But like, yeah, they show that um, everything is, is yellow when everything's scared, when everyone's scared going to greens and stuff like that. Like the Green Lantern world itself, just even, it just has this green pallor to it, which is great. Um, mm -hmm. And even though it's like you're in the middle of outer space, but there's just all these, that, that comforting green look to it. And it mm. really goes to show how much Green Lantern in and of itself is in the collective consciousness, even though he's not, like, well, the Green Lanterns are not as famous as, say, Superman or Batman. It's the, enough in the thing where, yeah, the green, like, just subconsciously is, com is comforting while the yellow is not. It's, it's interesting right. how much that has just become cult like culturally ingrained into us <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, so yeah um i really liked this comic i really liked how it ended i loved how john stewart let let ty figure himself out um didn't jump in 
let the kids figure out what they were about you know yeah it was really cool yeah it was a good thing it was it was definitely like the mentor doesn't have to save the kids thing the mentor trusted uh he'd figured out because he knew who um he was related to and everything it was just like you had it the the ring chose you for a reason and the ring isn't wrong (laughs) right uh all right i also i also really liked how it emphasized the strength of the friendships between ty and his two friends um i feel like not a lot of media written for kids by adults necessarily takes those early friendships super seriously but i i liked how nobody gave ty nobody gave ty uh a hassle for telling his friends that he was a green lantern or anything it was just like oh okay you trust them you're a kid you've got you've got decent judgment on this it's you know yeah it was very good i also enjoyed like um because what wouldn't a uh what wouldn't a good uh, whenever they do a cartoon or thing or something like this they always do the costume going through thing and i love (laughs) i I absolutely love that sequence because they as as a little nod he's running through all the different ideas for designing his costume because the costume is just a wielding construct as well part of the green lantern ring and they run through all the different types of green lanterns including the very very tacky red outfit with the big green that has the Dracula and I love it I love it so much that they they, you can tell uh, you can tell that uh, Andy Tong is having fun just doing some classics and stuff just uh, giving it that spin and just putting it out there because that's a fun thing like people we look back at a lot of old costumes and it's like oh they're silly tee hee ha ha but then it's like you look at it's like you know these were probably really fun to come up with they're silly but they're fun And that cape one is so dramatic. I love it. Oh yeah, it. <laughs> the, the sequence with it is so good because he's he's doing the oh my case billowing in the distance pose, and even there just like, yeah, <laughs> his friends are just like nah nah we're not doing this one. Yeah, they're like oh that looks better on paper. You do not have enough swagger to pull off that cape. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's so good. <laughs> yeah. But they definitely uh, they definitely settle in on a really nice costume because it's a costume that um they show it on the cover and it it yes. combines the, the the science fiction Green Lanternness to it with the uh, Vietnamese clothing like, styles and everything. Yes, absolutely. It's a it's a really really well designed final costume. I love it to pieces. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, big time. Yeah. All right. Um, so yeah, I think we've done a lot of word vomiting about how great Green Lantern Legacy is. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Please rent it on Hoopla, hand it to your kids. Yeah, your um, kids will love it. Like great. I said, eight, around roughly ages 10 and up, and even if, mm-hmm. and you know what, you don't need to have kids to enjoy it. If you're an adult and you want to read, go nuts. Right. It's a great <laughs> comic. I'm a grown up, I'm a grown man, at least that's what my uh, driver's, well, I shouldn't say driver's, my state ID <laughs> tells me, so, you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and I will say, as someone who, unfortunately, was at the midnight release of the Green Lantern movie, which was awful, um, it's it's nice seeing good Green Lantern standalone things. <laughs> mm-hmm. Big time, big time. Uh, yeah, yeah like, like Green that movie that movie did Green Lantern so wrong, but uh, they they yeah it did, which is a shame. Uh, Poor Ryan. <laughs> yeah, no, the, this comic though it takes Green Lantern in a new. Again, it's a standalone, but it takes Green Lantern and the concept of the character into a new place that's, like, really 
you know. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things that'll also help. I mean, we're in a we're in a time like uh, it's it's scary and things like that. It's definitely the type of thing where you definitely, for, especially for kids, the type of thing where it's like the moral is you know community and your own like um, your own will to persevere in the face of fear and everything. Yeah, absolutely. And so. that that is at the end of the day what Green Lantern's about. Yeah, big time. Uh, yeah. which they i'm glad like fun fun fact about green lantern and um the uh yellow lanterns which in this case are called the sinestro Corps. by the way just throwing mm-hmm. that little thing out there um back in the day when it was really early the the yellow was chosen as that because it was green lantern's weakness he was weak to the color of yellow <laughs> yes <laughs> it, they, they got they got a bit more um deeper as it went on but it was originally just what's on the opposite side of the color wheel <laughs> like yeah which is funny because it's like no, they, they really aren't opposite sides it's just you know yellow is right. half of green <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i don't know <laughs> So yeah, um, uh, but uh, yeah, no, it's good. Yeah, tie, tying them to emotions later definitely added a lot more to the Green Lantern mythos. <laughs> oh yeah, big time. Anyway, definitely but, um, check this out. Um, yeah, check out Hoopla if you get the chance. Uh, and I mean, yes. if you've got the card, if not, go online, um, fill out that form, get yourself one. Or if you're at a different library, if you're somehow listening in from some other library, um. Hey, hi, welcome, glad to have you here. And Hello. at the same time, yes. you probably have Hoopla. Yeah, check, um, check something in. Something similar. Yeah, ch- yeah, check it in, check into that and see what you can get. Because, like I said, it's free. And um, one of the things that they're doing is uh, the only things they have as well um, is TV shows. And uh, we've actually yes. discovered they've got some good TV shows on there. The Very one, good TV shows. The one downside to it is that each episode is considered a checkout. Yes. But um, that that might not stop us from the fact that we might wind up uh, we might wind up reviewing one of those in the next coming weeks. So uh, we yeah we, we haven't actually discussed the next one. So it's actually going to be a surprise to you guys. So hooray that yeah <laughs> big surprises just full surprises. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we will see you next week. Oh, with, before before we go, yet, huh? we go, I was just wondering, time. I just wanted to come in and do a quick temperature check. All right, temperature check. <laughs> so, so other than the hoopla stuff, what have you been? Uh, what have you been up to? Um, a whole lot of Animal Crossing. Um, <laughs> yeah. There's also so there's an old bit of Victorian slang called "got the morbs," uh, which is temporary melancholia, uh, coined from the adjective morbid. I definitely got the morbs today, mm. so I apologize. Um, but yeah, Animal Crossing, um, watching, oh, one of my other favorite podcasts, um, the host talked about seeing the absolutely terrible 90s Saint movie starring Val Kilmer, <laughs> and I literally reactivated my Twitter account to tweet at this podcast, they're like, actually, you should watch the 1960s Saint TV show with Roger Moore. Which you should do. Um, it is available for free on the internet in various locations. Most of it YouTube. Um, oh yeah, I'm going TV. to. <laughs> yeah. Um, yep, yep. <laughs> I myself, uh, I recently picked up on the Switch uh, Link's Awakening, the the remaster, because oh, nice. um, 
Link's Awakening, uh, The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening is, was one of my favorite uh, Game Boy games. Um, it was the first Zelda I ever beat. And oh, seeing, totally. it, seeing it remastered like that, it just brings on, um, it just makes it, it's very happy, charming. It's very, very well put together. The, the art style is just adorable and fits the, the theme so well. And I'm, I'm loving that. Um, I'm almost done with it. Uh, it's not a long game. So, um, if people decide to pick that up and realize it takes only not too many hours to beat sorry it, yeah. it was a game boy game it's it's not meant to right. be long. <laughs> now and if you want a zelda game that you can sink 150 hours into just pick up breath of the wild <laughs> like... yeah breath of the wild will do that or if you uh have a wii or something like that feel free to play skyward sword i didn't like skyward sword but it did have my favorite character in it <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, all right. Well, like we said, we haven't picked our thing for next week yet, but we'll figure it out, and we'll see you next week. Huzzah. See you, everybody. Have a good one. Yeah, bye.